You're listening to Hey guys, welcome back to First of All, a real unfiltered conversation on career, family, relationships, and all things modern culture. My name is Minji Chang, and I'm your host. And we are in 2019 at this point. I'm not sure which episode this is, but... Happy New Year. I hope you had a great one and you're starting everything off great and you have not given up on your resolutions yet. Uh, Welcome to my virtual living room. Thank you so much for joining in. If you're a first time listener, welcome back. If you are a returning listener and an old friend, hi. Um, I'm really excited because this is going to be a fantastic episode that I, I feel it in my bones. I have a good friend here with me. And uh, actually, before we get into the into the topic, I'm going to introduce my guest, Scott. Hi. Hi. What's up? How are you? I'm good. Scott, tell me how to say your last name again. Say Assassina. Say Assassina. I was going to say that, yeah. and then I didn't want to have to backtrack. It like it's it's like looks more intimidating than it really is. It's very true. But it's, oh, how fitting. Yeah. But it's, uh, <laughs> is, that, is that like me? Totally. I look more intimidating than I really seem. Um, oh. Yes. Yeah, Scott's, Scott's a friend through uh, my collaboration universe and um, an amazing person, artist. You're, you're a director mm-hmm. um, and you just moved to Los Angeles. So we're going through all that. It's great. <laughs> it's LA, great. I love LA. It's, but we're here to talk about a feature topic um, this week that Scott and I have talked about a lot in our friendship together just because we've talked about life and dating and everything like that. But mm-hmm. basically, the topic this week is the nice guy life. So I thought we'd talk about the nice guy what is it? This is called the, the nice guy episode with nice guy Scott says the Oh, thanks. Yeah. I'm, I'm a nice guy, I guess. You I'm, are a nice guy. Uh, that's my resolution, actually, to not be a nice guy anymore. Is it, though? No, it's not. Okay. It's not. <laughs> I can't even fake that. <laughs> well, okay. Well, first of all, I want to start by saying um, nice guy has a lot of different connotations. Mm-hmm. And there is a very, very negative nice guy connotation, which like a stereotype of someone who's very manipulative and someone who's just trying to be nice to get something. Okay. That is not what we're talking about. We can unpackage that. But I'm just being clear. The reason why I invited Scott to be part of this conversation is to share his experience just being like genuinely a nice guy and figuring out how to navigate the world, whether that be dating, professionally. Like, you're a very kind person, Scott. But I also, I'm just being real, and you volunteered for this, so. I, you're right. I'm sorry, and no, 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 whatever. Um, <laughs> Don't be sorry. But, but like, also, you've been, you've been kind of dicked over a couple times. Have I? Sometimes, I feel like, or like. I feel like nice guys have a tendency, they get a bad rep because they can get taken advantage of sometimes. True. I can see Dicked that. over is a mean way to put over. But, like, not given full credit or not given, you know what I mean? Like, the notice or... So, I want to talk about that with you, partially. Yeah. And anything else you want to talk about. That's fine. It just, um, I, I never like playing, like, the victim. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, like, for me, it's just, like... I take things and I learn from them. Yeah. Um, it doesn't change who I am. It, it just happens to be uh, It happens to be my morals, you know? Yes. And so if anything's against my morals, I probably won't do it. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm probably too nice to a fault, which... See, that's... You've, heard, you've said that multiple times with me. Finish your sentence. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll let you go after. Yeah. Um, 
But, hmm. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't try to use that as a, like a, a card against myself, you know. Uh, it, it sucks um, sometimes, but that's just who I am. Yeah. It, it sounds, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like, oh, this guy thinks so much of himself. He's such a nice guy. And I'm just like, no. I, no, you're not. I don't, I don't, I don't personally hear that. Okay. I don't hear, I don't like arrogance or like, yeah. I don't hear that. Okay. I, this is as your friend and I'm saying this 100% out of love. It's, and I hear this from multiple friends who are incredibly kind and generous people, mm-hmm. but they, they lament on one side. They're like, oh, you know, I'm nice to a fault. I've heard that from you multiple times. I heard that from multiple, and, and that's something you're okay with because you're like, okay, as long as so and so is taken care of and, you know, and I helped that person or I helped out with this, yeah. it's fine. Like, yeah. you're okay with that. But on the flip side, I know that it's, and it's totally reasonable and fair that you're gonna feel like, dude, I'm just, what, what, what the heck? <laughs> right. A little bit of that. Sure. From, or am I, am I protecting? No, no, you're right. I'm like on the outside looking in sometimes like late at night in my own thoughts, like, damn, now what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Cause so, you're the one who said, you say like to a fault. What is that fault? What does that mean to you? Um, I just feel maybe a little like left out, a little jaded sometimes. Uh-huh. I'm kind of like. Now, now what? Or who's who's there for me? Um, it's just me. It's just me. Just me for me. But I'm here, Scott. No, no. But I, I feel you. And that's been actually something that I mean, you've listened to the yeah. Scott's been a very loyal listener to the podcast. It's been really great to hear his feedback. But um, not but. And mm-hmm. I think. There are these ongoing themes that keep coming up in a lot of different episodes, whether that's about imposter syndrome or about online dating, you know, like in every arena, I feel like it's this part of ourselves of figuring out who are we and then how do I fit into the grander scheme of things. Right. 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 With relationships. Yes, I have so much experience with relationships. Well, I mean, can you? Are you down to talk about that? Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. What, what's your? What, how would you? How would you like summarize if someone's like, "Hey, Scott, like, what's your experience with relationships? What do you take that as, and what do you say?" Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Sweet. So I've had one relationship ever. Okay. Um, the rest of them, you know, I've, I've taken girls out. I have great friendships. Um, uh, but my relationships are non-existent. Uh, how do you define relationships? Because you and I have a friendship, and I consider that a... Oh, that's But, like, you're talking about romantic relationships. Oh, romantic relationships. Oh. So how are you... What are your... Oh, my friendships are great. I have a great group of friends back home, like, 10 to 12 guys, like, I trust with my life. Like, mm-hmm. they've been my buddies since, like, we were grade schoolers to, to now. Um, I have to trust them with anything. I can call them about anything. Um, and that's probably my closest friends. It, when it comes to girlfriends... Yeah. So these are the relationships you're referring to? No, no, I'm talking about no, like oh, girl, girlfriend, girls girl, that home, are friends. home girls. Right, I have very few of those. Okay, and it seems to always. Eh, no, it doesn't always change. I have like maybe like four or five close girlfriends, mm-hmm. and then uh, usually whether or not it'd be like one of the guys is girlfriends, but also be my friends. Okay, forever, how long that lasts, or something another. Yeah, um, and that's about it. Now, when it comes to relationships, uh, there's like few and far between. Few and far between. Yeah. Okay. What's the definition? So, someone that you've dated romantically. Uh, <laughs> someone I've dated romantically. Uh, I'm not sure if there's romance, but there's some dating. Dating. <laughs> I think it's implied that there's there is a like a physical attraction and like something beyond friendship. Correct. 
Sure. There's there's a there's a gray muddled line where like no one likes to admit like oh. You said I, you're past that though. <laughs> I'm past that. Okay. Like, I, I I if I ask to hang out with someone, it's just kind of like it's implied. Like we're hanging out one on one. It's kind of it's funny that people say like oh this isn't a date. I'm like. Is it not? Because it's just one-on-one. I understand what you're saying. It's not official. Mm-hmm. And it's an easy scapegoat. Yeah. But I'm not going to, like, ask you out just to hang out one-on-one. There's an attraction. We're not that close already as it is. Like, this is a date. See, you grown, yeah. and you're like, like, this is a date. <laughs> I will phrase it like that. And then some of them, it's funny because some girls will be like, can we not call it that? I'm like, well, then we're probably not going to go out. <laughs> wow. Okay. So Scott's grown now. Yeah. Well, it's I've, I've known you for, what, five years now? Six years? Yeah. Five years? Um, and, yeah, this is the evolution of Scott unfolding before us. Why? So why do you – so you said you have had one relationship. Yeah. Actually, like, just one, like, serious, like, dating and how long is that like what and what do you think is like becomes like a relationship because there are people who like date right and yeah. there and this is why everybody's definition is so different right. i've talked to so many people about dating and relationships and everyone's measuring stick is so different so what is scott's like how do you uh you define the relationship it's like, like the, we're a couple right yeah right. so like that was one and that was way long ago it was like more than 10 you years just ago. said 10 years ago. No, shit. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I haven't seriously had a relationship in forever, and I'm, that's okay with me. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's pros and cons to both. I, I love being single, mm-hmm. um, and there's definitely moments where I hate being single, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's what it, it, it is what it is. Can I ask how long that relationship lasted? Six months, so it's not, six like, months. not even that That's long. significant. Yeah. Personally... I think six months with someone you really care about and seeing each other frequently, talking every day, that's a significant amount of time. I don't agree with everybody's like, oh, it was only six months. I'm like, screw you. What do you know? Yeah, but yeah. you know what's funny? You know what ended it? What ended it? She she, um, she said, you're not sweet enough. And that was like the final line for me. <laughs> you're not sweet enough? And I feel like maybe that like conditioned me to like who I am now. Okay, nice guys. Okay. <laughs> now we're, see, now we're unpackaging here. All right. So... Elaborate. <laughs> Elaborate. Well, I don't know. She's just like, I, I was not big on PDA. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I will show affection, but it's not like I don't need to hold your hand all the time. I don't need to like. That's so interesting. I thought you'd be a very like cuddly person. I, you're not. I, I'd like to. Don't get me wrong, but we don't have to do it all the time. Got Especially it, got if it, we got spend it, time it. To, together all the time. I spent like the weekends with her family, yeah. not my family. Yeah. You know? And it was kind of like, well, what, what, what more do you want? from me <laughs> I don't know what I can do and this is also and she specified that like lack of PDA as like you're not being sweet enough yeah I didn't know what else to do at that point I was just kind of like I don't know what to do we keep getting in arguments mm-hmm. you know it's not gonna work out and then I was gonna break up with her and I did uh-huh. and then like she called crying and said <laughs> um you know like you give it another shot. You like, didn't I fight change. for me. Oh, well, she said. She said I can change. And you know what's funny is, like I said, you know, if it doesn't change, I'm still going to probably break up with you. And then what? Damn, <laughs> one brutal. Of, well, well okay. one of my friends. Well, it just it's a it was no, but that's true. That's real. That's and real. Then, yeah, yeah. Um, one of my friends' girlfriends at the time, her overheard that and came back to me like, "You gave her an ultimatum." <laughs> then I was like, you know, like I didn't. I, we already broke up, and it was kind of like I was just giving her what she like kind of wanted yeah and then i reflected and thought back you know if you change 
then you're not being who you are. Then then who it's are you? It's tough. It's so. tough when someone anybody and you learn that through going through it of like, yeah. but I can change or you can change, but. Yeah, changing for somebody else is always a pretty big red flag. Yeah. I'll Though it, it comes from a, like... It comes from the right place. I don't know right place. It comes from a, a, a well-intended place. Right. I don't know if right is yeah, the right yeah. word, but it comes from a place of, like, I want to make this work. So right. that, that, that desire is great because you're trying to, like, how can I help resolve this? But it also can come from insecurity. It can also come from, like, fear of abandonment, all these other things, right? Yeah, I don't have any of those. You don't have any of that at all. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, um, but you said that, okay, I, I mean, we could talk so much about just this breakup. Like, I, I, no, we don't have to. But though. we don't have to. Um, but I also kind of, like, you, you were saying that that really it helped shape who you are. Or, like, you think that there's connection to that? I'm, I want to know about that. Yeah, I, I always thought, um, like, what more could I have done? Because I always thought, like, my morals have been set the way that they have been. I mean, they've changed. Don't get me wrong. Um, but that's how I was kind of born and raised. Like, I saw my parents' relationship. Like, my mom, like, I I would be respectful of my mom. Like, I would try. I was a bratty son. Don't get me wrong. I was a bratty son. But, like, in terms of treating people and how to how to treat people, like, I was shown that. Uh, I saw through their relationship, my mom and dad. My dad is not the best husband or was not the best husband at the time. Yeah. And, um you know, I see that, and I see how that affected my mom because I was really close with my mom. So yeah. I, I would never want to repeat that, repeat those steps, mm-hmm. especially onto like someone that I really care about. Yeah, and then I see that through my like siblings' relationships too, and like so even though I haven't dated or like I guess been in a relationship, yeah, I like I'm a very observant person. And yeah, I observe like my family, my friends, what has gone wrong, what has gone right, um, <laughs> and you incorporate that, yeah. It's, yeah. It just kind of it, it molded me to to how I interact with people, and like for me, we'll talk about dating later. Um, uh, but, we're gonna keep talking about. Right <laughs> oh, we're gonna keep talking about dating, but um, it's just kind of how I approach dating. It's like you were talking about like all the apps and stuff. I I don't do any of that. I do that when I'm bored. I'm I'm either bored, drunk, or on the toilet. Yeah, that needs <laughs> to be a series because it's the same for girls. <laughs> like. Um, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. yeah, and so you don't do apps. You just you you go you approach people that you genuinely like. You already met in person, or like you connect with or vibe with or whatever. Right. I'm. I think I'm kind of old school in that sense. Where um, that's funny saying old school. Um, it I, is though. I'd I'd rather meet people in person, and I observe. It's it's funny. It, it sounds judgmental. It kind of is, but like I like to observe their mannerisms, how they treat other people. Wait staff is important. Oh, how you treat a waiter? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of um, the, the amount of uh, attention they pay certain people mm-hmm. at the time. Are they focused in the present? Or are they not? Are they on their phone? I had a girl that used to hang out with me uh-huh. for a while, and she would always be on her phone. And yeah, was, that's not fun. I was like, "Why are you here? <laughs> so. We don't need to be here." Well, okay. See, this is like I, I don't want. Uh, the nice guy thing is a very gross generalization. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that in, in in the nicest way of like, you are a very kind and generous person. Um, you say that, but I'm saying that, I'm calling you that because you called yourself that. You said, I'm nice to a fault. So I, yeah. and but then it also, I know that you have a very strong sense of self. You have like, this is how I think people should be to one another. Mm-hmm. So in that way, you've also said like, I'm really picky and like, I'm not going to just whatever, you know, it's like, do the dating app thing like I was just for the for being like lonely or alone sake yeah. do that um so what 
again, still going back to like, I'm nice to a fault. And again, this is not just about, we're talking yeah. about dating, yeah. but it's, it kind of goes beyond just dating. It's like with friends and with like coworkers or whatever, like mm-hmm. people can be really, really nice. And I think people are avoiding that word, like the play. Cause they're like, I don't want to be nice. I want to be kind. I want to be like <laughs> generous. I want to be all these other things. I don't know if nice is getting this bad rap. It is getting a bad rap and it's, it's awful. I think, um, you can just be genuinely nice and it should be just okay. It shouldn't be a word you stay away from or just something you want to stay away from, which I think is weird. Um, I have someone did say like, Oh, you're too nice. Uh-huh. And I went, Oh wait, stop. Like I can, I can be more of an asshole. Like, so you're accommodating the fact that they're like, <laughs> that they're telling you you're too nice. Yeah. I was like, Oh man, this is not what I want to hear. I've heard this. <laughs> I've heard this way too much. Why do you think you keep hearing that though? I don't know. Because you grow now. It makes me, you know what's funny? It's going to make me sound, like, for real, the more I hear it, it's just kind of like, am I, though? Like, am I nice? What if I'm really, like, fake nice, even though I don't think I am? I don't think you are. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, yeah, what what do you think of me? Like, you. (laughs) He's all nervous. He's like, uh, what do you think of me? Well, because I need to know what other people think. I've, I've been told I'm too nice, and that's when I'm like, wait a minute, like, other people have told me this, and then. Other like girls or even other people have said, you know, being too nice is not good. Mm-hmm. You know, so okay. Well, it depends on what people place on that word, right? And yeah, well, I want to hear your opinion of like why you think nice has such a bad rap. But I think like again, I think there's a distinction between being nice and being kind. Right. Kind feels like kind is like you have a really good heart and you want to make sure that other people are well and mm-hmm. taken care of and happy and joyful. Nice, it feels like at this point in 2019. Nice has a little bit of a superficial and Mm. shallowness to it. Mm -hmm. I don't think that that's how it started. I think that it genuinely meant just kind. I think nice and kind were like just synonyms. But nice at this point, because of the nice guy thing, Mm. it has a very like, oh, I'm just being nice because I don't know how else to be. Or I'm doing that to accommodate you so that you like me. Mm -hmm. It feels like there's some kind of an agenda behind it or that there's like a complete lack of thought. It's really funny. It's like one or the other. Kind is like, I'm a good person. I want to make sure. I think you're a very kind person. I think the nice part, get what I've seen in in people that I think are too nice Mm -hmm. is... This, this sounds mean. <laughs> They're a little thirsty. Mm. And I've been that person. Oh, I'm definitely thirsty. See, and that's why <laughs> I, I personally don't want to be a thirsty person. Thirsty being like, I need someone's approval and I need them to like validate who I am. Uh, okay. And I will establish that by doing X, and, Y, or Z yeah. for you or to you or whatever. Okay. It doesn't, it, and like, so you, I'm like, it's really nice when people are kind to me and there's people who've listened to this podcast mm. and feel like we have a connection and so it's so nice. It's so kind of them. Mm. But then I'm also like we we don't really know each other, so when someone goes above and beyond before, okay, this before I was like making content or whatever, I just kinda of like, Well, what do you want from me? Right. Or like why and that that also has to do with that person who's receiving it. Maybe they have some issues of like they don't know how to receive love. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's not just all about you or yeah. the nice person, it's uh. also about the person not receiving. I get, okay, no, I get. Does that, that make sense? No, yeah. There's there's definite there's a definite distinction between the two. Yeah, so I get that. Yeah, it's funny that you. Okay, so the thirsty thing. That's such a. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. First of all, let's backtrack. First of all, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. Oh. um, there's an ongoing joke. I mean, I've been single for a long time. Let's let's be honest. It's like a it's like a dry spell. So thirst is funny to me. Like I like dark humor and like 
you you hate when I do it. A lot of my friends, even girlfriends, hate that I do it. Uh-huh. I, I'm like um, self deprecating humor. I think yeah. I think it's hilarious. Okay, and it's not nothing. It's nothing against me. Uh huh. I just think it's funny. Like even even if someone else, like comedians, do it. I yeah, think it's it's the best comedy. Yeah, because uh, so, you can't laugh at yourself. Then who can you laugh at? That's messed up to make fun of other people all the time. True. Uh, you, laugh, you can make fun of situations. Anyway, so the thirst thing doesn't bother me. Everyone knows that I am. Back home, they know that I am. I don't do it. I don't do it all the time. Seriously. I, I'll do it as a joke. And yeah. some people can't handle that. I've noticed. You've also done it when you're drunk. And so that, that connotates, again, people can be completely in control of themselves when they're drunk. Mm-hmm. But when you're drunk and acting in something, people interpret that as like, that's the true self that's coming out. Oh, yeah. So that makes people uncomfortable because they're like, oh, if they were like not uninhibited, they would not act this way. And they're acting this way because they are like... The truth serum has been nice. injected. I'm I'm definitely thirsty, drunk, and sober. Okay, but like as jokes, uh, you know. I mean, but that can also make people uncomfortable. That's, you know, that's that. true. Yeah, yeah. That's why most people can't handle me. I understand. Let me drink my tea now. See, but you okay? The self-deprecating thing is this is the distinction of when people like are truly self-deprecating and it's funny and they're self-deprecating and it comes off even if it's coming from like a, both from genuine places. When you don't seem, when people are overly nice and then they're self-deprecating, it feels like you're you're just you're like trying to you're trying to like coddle people into complimenting you. Oh no, I don't. I don't. Care I know you're that. not doing that, <laughs> but like it can come off that way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And then so they're like, oh, this person's so nice, but like they really just are thirsty for compliments or like that validation. So again, I think niceness it it equates to like. I want, I'm being nice because mm. there seems to be like a because behind it. I want okay. you to like me and because da 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 da. Okay. I so, can, I can give you my because. Do you okay, want give, give okay. me your because. I'm nice because I know what it feels like to be on the other end when people aren't. And it was something I read online. It was probably one of those stupid inspirational meme things. But it was, it's very true. I thought about it. It was, um, the nicest people in the world, like, knows what it feels like to be, like, really shitty. Mm-hmm. And they don't want anyone else to feel that way. Mm-hmm. So that's probably what I feel. Ditto. So. Yeah. And like, I, I, I don't see a reason why anyone should feel shitty. For sure. And I commend you for that. I think you're a great friend. You've been there for me and for several of our mutual friends, like, unapologetically, not with any agenda. I think when it comes to, like, the relationship, coming back to, like, the relationship stuff, I'm curious to say, because you still, still, I'm fixated on this because you said it and you've said it multiple times. I'm nice to a fault. Mm-hmm. What's the fault then? So you're very, because you're very, like, I'm I'm a nice person and that's that. And, like, okay. I like that about me and I'm cool with that. And then you say, I'm nice to a fault and I'm okay with that. But what's the fault in that if you think it's so great? Okay. Uh, the fault. The Put fault. Blast. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I was so ready for this, clearly. <laughs> Um, uh, I guess the fault is is knowing that I I will go out of my way to help um, a friend in need Mm -hmm. or anyone that I I genuinely care about in Mm -hmm. need. And then I don't feel it in return. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Um, It sucks sometimes to to not feel it in return. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's it's just who I am. And it, it leaves you feeling empty, kind of. I don't want you to feel empty. No, you don't. Like, no, you don't need me to feel empty. But I'm just letting you know. Like, I guess that's the fault, right? So, yeah. like, after I'm done doing so and so or spending time with someone, and it just felt like very one way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you want you want the feeling to be reciprocated. It doesn't feel that way all the time. Yeah. So, that's probably what the fault is. Got it. Now, being the problem solver. <laughs> well, I, again, I don't have the answer. This is just my. <laughs> 
this is my obser- my observation mm. being an analyst of the human condition mm. as the actor i i think i would love if people could give something of themselves without agenda mm. but also have that honored and given back i think in the grander scheme of things when i see how angry people are and like how cuz they they'll the, everyone will take that hurt that you're that feeling kind of like emptiness or like not reciprocation mm-hmm. and they'll integrate that into their soul in their own way mm. i've felt what you felt and i felt lonely and i felt rejected and i felt angry and bitter i've like you know there's and it depends on who we're talking about right, right. um but in any case i think i'm not personally as your friend i'm not okay with you being in any sort of cyclical relationship with somebody who's going to take advantage of you and who's not going to honor that which you're offering. I think that's messed up. So I think as a nice thing, I don't ever want you to stop being nice. I love you for like who you are and the fact that you're so kind and generous. We already know that. That's like Scott. (laughs) But also if you could also move with intention and still maintain that generosity without withholding integrity of yourself and being like, Hey, that person does not honor what I give them. Right. And not out of anger or bitterness, just out of like self-respect be like, I ain't got to do that for somebody. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like honor, if you honor that, that's I'm, I'm struggling with that with like, I have, and it's what Marvin and I talked in like the keep on keeping on feeling like we need to continuously give and give and give and give to like, create value in ourselves like that's where we find our meaning Mm -hmm. on one hand can be really really generous and like all these great things and maybe like heroic in certain ways but also it can be really really damaging to continuously give to like it's an emptying of yourself and you're not getting anything back yeah right i feel you it's funny because i don't get anything back you say per se i if i feel like kind of like lonely or like dark uh-huh. I actually channel that into uh-huh. like my workout. That's great. That's good. Good. <laughs> it, it, like, that's feels positive, me pretty well. But there's other people out there who struggle with that, and yeah. I think that's great. It's very like admirable that you do that, and I think yeah. that is a great way. I I definitely put a lot of anger <laughs> into my workout. It's good because it, it, it makes for a great workout. It does, yeah. and with the right playlist, like hey. But also, like you know, if that goes on too long, or like you know, we all change as like life yeah. changes. The older we get, I'm like for me, I'm watching all my friends like have. They're all married and have babies. And, you know, I'm I'm essentially like, I'm not, I don't feel close to that. What's wrong with me? Why do I keep, you know, we internalize everything. We'll interpret everything in different ways. The way I internalized rejection or loneliness mm. in my 20s, mm-hmm. very different than now. Oh, yeah. It's, it's definitely different now. Like, I, could, I can tell, like, mentally I've changed. Uh-huh. Um, How so? Can you share? <laughs> uh Okay, to give example again, like there there are times where I I tell you like I've been told and uh, you guys have told me too and other multiple other <laughs> friends in um back home or out here when I'm drunk. <laughs> Sober or drunk, I'm very direct first of all. Like that's just me too. I'm honest. I'm I'm nice and I'm honest. If that's anything. Mm-hmm. Which still sounds such like an asshole thing to say by the way. Don't put... Okay, if you don't like the word nice, then don't use it. No, it's, it's just like, oh, look, I'm nice and I'm honest. Those are like the two paraphrases that everyone wants, everyone wants to hear. Yeah. But, like, that's that's what I am, I guess. I've been told, like, I'm very direct. Mm-hmm. And um, that's director, you know what I'm saying? But Yeah, good. Um, 
if they can't handle that, uh-huh. I, I've noticed people just kind of back away. I used to be like, what's wrong with me? Why don't you want to hang out with me? I'm a cool person. Now I'm just like, well, if you can't handle it, that sucks. Like, well, I guess we're not going to be friends. We're not going to keep hanging out. Why do you think you do that, though? Because to me, if I, if I were the receiving side of that, like, why don't you want to hang out with me if you can't handle like the, I'm like, why do you, why are you not cool with like how it is? Like, it feels very kind of like, I don't know what the word is. It, it feels, don't take it the wrong way, it right. feels very insecure. Like, you need me to validate you. Like, Scott, we're cool. Like, I like you. We like, I like hanging out with you. Why do you got to, like, put that in my face or call me out? It feels like I, I agree with, like, honest. Being honest is one thing. Being direct is great. But, like, knowing when to apply that is a little bit different. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think it's fine for you to call people out because I do think, like, the, I've, I've, I've encouraged you to, like, I was like, Scott, don't take that from her. Like, call her out. If she, <laughs> she'd be talking to you every day and then she's saying that there's nothing between you. I, I call BS on that. Mm. Call her out. Like, I've told you that. You know, there's been those scenarios. There has been. Um, so I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like when you flip it and you're, like, on the receiving side. With nice people, it's kind of, again, it comes with that agenda of, like, if you, if you got to tell me that you're nice, you're not that nice. Yeah, I don't, I don't like to tell people that. That's why, like, I, right. just, I just, um, I guess when it comes to, hmm, I'm trying to think about when you said to flip it. It's just kind of, I don't need the validation. I, if I don't feel it, though, like, I'm not going to waste my time or effort. Like, to me, time's super valuable. But, is, okay, in behavior-wise, if your time is so valuable... Then why would you like spend it on somebody who doesn't? Well, that's what I'm saying. So when I first meet someone, if they can't, I could tell like they're not interested in me anymore, like as a person, just in general. Yeah. I no longer want to waste my time. Got it. Um, Which is fair. Yeah. And that's good because yeah. in your value, you th- high five. I also think that like, yeah, I think, well, you're, you've grown up, you've changed. And this is also what I'm all, this caveat is to like people who are around like the nice people or, this is just relationships in general. Mm. I think people have a tendency to like, whenever they encountered you first and how the version of you that they knew, they're going to kind of remember that as, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you can grow out of that and they're still going to be like, oh, oh Scott, you're so blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bruh, I've grown. Like, yeah. I'm not that person actually. And you just don't know. Like, you don't have to be salty about it either. But I've had friends who are like, oh, Mindy, you're so X, Y, Z. And I was like... Yeah, I used to be. I don't really feel like I am anymore. I think I've matured out of that. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn how to not take it because I, I get I get that too, um, especially for my family. That was actually something that I really had to learn with my family that they would look at me in this specific way. Yeah. And it's not inaccurate because I used to be like that. Right. But I'm like, I used, would fight with them and be like, dude. Do you not recognize I'm a grown-ass woman now? Like, I'm not that girl anymore. Stop talking to me like I'm that girl. I'm not, you know? You have to fight that sometimes. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah. You're in a new light, you know? They got to see that. Well, so are you. And I think that the person—this is what I—personally, my thing with the nice guy thing is, A, I I hope you stop using it. Don't call yourself nice because it clearly has, like, this negative thing that other people are projecting on you. Sure. You, you know what's funny? You don't have to take my advice. It's just what no, I'm no, no. Saying. I'm, I'm going to take it. You know what's funny? There was a <laughs> there was a Halloween party about like two years ago, and um, it was heroes versus villains. Okay. And I was like, you know what I want to be? I want to be a villain. Okay. Because I just you know I feel that's how I feel on the inside, dark. <laughs> and then like my friend Sylvie, you know Sylvie? Yeah. She I love goes, her. Nah, you can't be a villain. I was like, Why not? She's like, That's not you. 
and then it I went as Star Lord from. from <laughs> uh, <laughs> she she called me out. She, She's like, "There's no." You're not. No, I think everybody has a villain. This is what you learn in acting school is that if you could kill an ant, you can kill a person. Like, you have to be able to channel that part of you that everybody has a mixture of light and dark in them. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And it's just. I think you could be a great villain. That's what I think. I, I, I do cynical laughs to myself in that dark all the time. Oh, my. No, I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but I think. No, even if you do, that's great. I'm. As Marvin called me out in our previous episode. I can be a wretched, horrible person. And everyone's like, Minji, you're so nice. And I'm like, girl, you don't know me, you know? And it's it's not that, you know, we have to, like, wave that flag, be like, oh, to prove you wrong, I'm going to wave. Like, I'm a bad person. I got evil thoughts. Like, that, too. I don't need to go out of my way. I'm like, I'm a fully dimensional person. I have my good days. I have my bad. I can right. be very, very kind, and I can be very petty yeah. and temperamental and horrible. Um, part of which has been in this podcast. I'm like calling you out on everything, but That's fine. It's, it's out of love, Scott. And I think that you you've grown a lot. And and it's this is like this conversation is super honest. It's not to like fix you or fix any nice guy. For me, I'm like what I encountered. I went to UC Berkeley for God's sake. I I went to a school full of like. There were a lot of late bloomers. Let's just put it that way. Mm. And a lot of people who did not ever look at themselves as like. They looked at themselves because we're all like, you know, 18 to 21 at that time, right? Mm-hmm. 22. We're all like figuring out who we are and they've only been seen as this. Yeah. A lot of them are super academic, maybe a little bit socially awkward, etc. right? And they kind of package themselves in this light. That happens. But I've also seen like personally, there's a lot of anger out in this world and a lot of hurt and loneliness, myself included, where like we hang on to these versions of ourselves without seeing how we are, it, you know, objectively. You're just in it and you're feeling all the feelings and you're like, damn, this person doesn't care about me and they don't like whatever. But then this is, it helps to like look at it objectively. Like, well, okay, if I, if I have this attitude and this is how I treat people, how does that help me and how does that actually help them? If I'm being nice to them, and this is me for real, if I'm being nice to them, expecting something back, and if I don't get it, then I'm like withholding something from them or feeling like harboring negative feelings. Mm -hmm. It's bad on me. I'm the one that hurts. I lost my time. I lost my energy. And now I'm sitting here feeling like crap. Yeah. It's really just, it's just yourself hurting yourself. Right. Anything. It didn't really help. Um, (laughs) You know, it's funny. We're still talking about change. Uh, Here's another attack, maybe. Uh, I hate to use the word attack. Fine, use the word. Here's another moment of, of where the nice guy, I feel like, was kind of out of nowhere. Granted, she was drunk. It was a friend of mine from back home. We were all away at a lake house. Uh, we were all drunk in the hot tub. And it's fine. We're just hanging out. I'm not making moves towards anyone in that house. I'm not I'm not interested at all in anyone in that house actually yeah. <laughs> at the time. Yeah. But um There was no thirst there. <laughs> there was zero thirst. There was zero like approach of thirst. Yeah. Um but we we're drunk in the hot tub, uh drinking all day, and then she's like stopped out of nowhere and said, You know, all my friends are curious about relation like my relationships for some reason. I don't know why. It's because I've been lonely for a long time. But like <laughs> she was like, Scott, I would sleep with everyone in this house except for you. And I went like Wait, what? <laughs> like, I was like, what? first of all, where'd that come from? Because we weren't even talking about any of that. Yeah. And wow. two, like, I have, like, changed from who I have been. And I'm just like a, I'm just me. Yeah. Like, what I'm not, I'm not remotely say. interested in you. And, like, I've never implied that I was. Yeah. And you're clearly not interested in me. Like, first of all, where are you coming off thinking that I wanted, like, <laughs> No, but then <laughs> I, I, I like, I was, I was clearly offended at the time. And I'm, 
it it doesn't bother me as much now, but I it it is in the back of my mind, and it was kind of like, well, why why like, mm-hmm. and she's like, because I feel like you like catch feelings, and I was like, since when since when was that a bad thing? Like, if I'm gonna be intimate with someone, yeah, there there should be some sort of okay, feeling. That's a whole other episode of like I I have so much to say on like the hookup culture. Yeah. Ugh. Um. Yeah, but that says a lot about her. Well, yeah. I mean, if she's in a position, I'm just saying, she I don't know this girl. Later. That's good. Good. Yeah. And everybody has their opinions. I've definitely been in the mentality where, like, maybe I thought, I would never, I, I can't imagine going up to somebody and saying something like that. Yeah. I've thought things about people. So I'm not like, I'm not an angel, but I think that's pretty, that's a pretty bold, uh, intense thing to say to someone's face. Yeah. And it also says a lot about that, what that person's attitude towards intimacy. And that just does not align with yours. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that's wrong. <laughs> well, that's just, yeah, well, that, that whole thing to me, screams, like. But you felt attacked and then you walked away feeling well, some like, type of way about well, it. What, what was wrong with. I don't think there's feelings. anything wrong. Yeah. yeah. No, it's like just, that should be, that's just a nice Good thing. for you to stand up for that, yeah. Scott. See, and those are things, again, like we talk so much about all the different obstacles or mini or major traumas that like shape who we are i'm glad at the end of that you're like what's wrong with feelings yeah i like to have feelings when i'm like with somebody like why why is it so okay for you to not have feelings that's a question you know i'm saying you have to attack a person that attacked you but (laughs) it's valid you know what i mean yeah on the opposite end it's like why why not feel attacked or uh, attached or something. Yeah. So Good for you. Yeah. And I think here's my thing with, with nice guys. Again, this word is going to be a complicated word. Um, what do you call it? Priska and I talked about like the goody, goody two-shoes, being a nice girl. Be a nice Ooh. girl. We've yeah. talked about on the girl side, um, you know, there's the nice guy syndrome, but then there's a nice, be a nice girl. Be a good girl. Mm. And um, there's a lot of layers on that of like what constitutes being a nice or good person. And why do we do that? Why do we have to like put everybody before us? I think there is, to be clear, I think there is an admirable quality to be able to put others in front of yourself. Okay. I think if it costs you something over and over again, it's like you're emptying your fuel tank, whether that's a boyfriend or whether that's a job or your parents or like anything, a friend Mm -hmm. where you're giving, 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 and you're just emptying yourself in service of that person and they can't appreciate or acknowledge or give anything back to refuel you, it seems like it's just a waste of time. Yeah. And that's something that you value. And I think when you get confident, this is why I think it comes back to self personally. And this is what I've talked with several guy friends where I'm like, look, I think the solution to like you feeling all this X, Y, Z is for you to feel better about yourself. Like, honestly, when you... Like, I feel like you've grown into that so much more because you're like, no, I'm a confident person. I go for what I want. And you're unapologetic, but you don't have to be a jerk about it. Right. That's when I think, and this is for, for myself too, a lot of women too, like embrace their desires, their standards, and they don't feel like they're compromising it. Mm-hmm. That's a good place. Because yeah. then you can give and not like feel some type of way that right. you didn't get it back. Yeah. Right? As long as, as, long as you stay true to you and don't compromise compromise your like morals i think that's that's the but your morals have ties to tangible things like your time your gas you know i'm saying your money like when i see nice guys buying gifts and stuff for girls that makes me want to wretch i'm just being really clear i've seen like this difference between like (laughs) friends and like guys who pursue girls like very like in a very thirsty 
nonsensical manner. Can, That's what people call nice guys. You know what I'm saying? That's okay. the extreme. Can I? <laughs> I have another story, but okay, I, I want to hear. Are you ready for uh, a gift story? I didn't think it was anything big, first of all. So I was talking to this uh, friend's friend of mine. Okay. And she's, it's funny because she's the one that said, oh, you should meet my one friend sometime. She lives, it was a distance away. And for me, like, I don't care about distance. I fly. Yeah, so yeah. So it's whatever. Scott um, works for an airline, so he can fly. Yeah. Which, it's not, no big deal. Oh, yeah. I've flown out for dates before. Don't worry. But <laughs> <laughs> I will meet you in whatever state you need to be in. No, but um, now let's see. Uh, this girl, I had to, she was like, oh, there's a friend of mine you should meet. She's actually the same culture that you are. And yeah. I was like, oh, cool. I'm not going to say wh- what that was. Um, and so. Why? What's wrong with your culture? I just I just don't want to put it out there. Like, it, it starts narrowing down who this is. Okay. I, I, oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Got it. as ambiguous as possible. That's very kind of you. Protect. Yeah, Protect so, her identity. No, I still, I, th- I think this girl's great. It's yeah. just, um, I never thought I'd meet her. She lived kind of far away. She came up one time and we met. And I said, hey, I think I'm supposed to meet you. And we both laughed because, like, yeah, I've heard about you, too. And then I didn't think much of it. Uh, I got her number. I was, like me, I'm very forward. I found her attractive. I yeah. got her number. I'm very confident when I go in for a number, which you should be all the time, by the Good way. Good for you. Yeah, confidence is great. Um, uh, I never texted her, but we had each other at the time. I don't use Snap anymore, but I, at the time it was Snapchat. And then uh, she came up again. I didn't know that. And then my friends were like, oh, you should come out. Your girl's here. And I thought they were joking because one of our other friends was up. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, like, they mean, like, he's up here. Uh-huh. They joke, joke about that. And then later I got a snap from her showing me that she's in town. I went, oh, snap. I should probably go. But I just came from eating from over there. I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, like, fully got dressed up. Yeah. And with you the didn't intention go? to be like, man, am I going to go? Like, the wait staff, like, just saw me there, like, an hour ago. Am I really going to go because this one girl's in town? And I didn't go. Uh. Um, anyways, uh, we kept chatting on and off. And my friend even warned me. Like, my, the friend that was the mutual for us said, like, hey, like, you probably shouldn't do anything because just more, warning me to not overstep. And I was like, whatever. Why She's did he cool. say that? Why did she say that? Or why did she say that? I feel like there's uh, maybe because she thinks I'm, I am very flirty. Yeah. First of all, and I and I and I do uh, hit on people very often, and it's not it's not always. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I've seen it. It's yes, this is, but it's not always. Usually, it's jokingly. If it works, cool. Uh-huh. But I don't go into it thinking like, yeah, this is totally gonna work. Let me let me try this right now. Yeah. I just hey, this is this is funny to me. Mm-hmm. If you can joke back, sweet. Um, if you do feel something, let me know. But. Um, but see, the thing with flirts, I'll say it as a girl, you, like, I used to like flirts in, like, high school, and as a grown woman, I'm like, you flirt with everybody. What is different about me? I don't flirt with it. Well, here's the difference. Okay, so, it, maybe, Anyway, continue your story. No, no, we'll, no, no, get, we'll, okay, okay, we'll go back okay. to that. We'll go back okay. to it. Anyway, so we, we we were chatting on and off. We would, like, send snaps. There was a snap. That snap thing is so superficial, but it's like, I was like, oh, that's cute. Like, we've done it for, like, a long time, and we would talk. we FaceTime. And it's like, okay, this is kind of going, like, somewhere, even though it's, like, not a thing, it's, like, it's... Something. It's not not a thing. Right. Uh, and then her birthday happened to be sometime around not. I actually know when it is, I think. But anyways, I'm not going to say when it is. Uh, but it's in the month of Valentine's Day, not too far from Valentine's Day. And I was like, oh, OK, this is nice. And then a week before her birthday, she told me that her mom happened to break her favorite mug. So I went, oh, you know, what? this this is cool. Like we've been talking for a while. Like I can get like get a nice mug. 
That's a cute gift. It's something small. Yeah. Like it's not, I'm not, I'm not like. It's not a Tiffany bracelet or something. It's not like, yeah, here's, yeah. here's, I'm totally going, like, it's That's obvious thoughtful. I'm into you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she like really liked cats, so it was like a cat mug. Okay, I can't with her. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, I, I like cats too, but, but okay, like. Okay, but uh, Scott, you're my friend. <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, I wrapped it up. I asked her what her favorite color was. It was yellow. So I got yellow wrapping paper, all, all that. <laughs> Anyways, I told her friend, I was like, or our mutual friend, like, hey, um, can you go give this to her? Like if she comes back up or, um, actually let me, let me backtrack. I asked her friend or our friend for her address. Cause I was going to send it to her. Um, I didn't think that was overstepping. I guess that's kind of overstepping. Okay. Um, but I took that address also with full intention of knowing that next week was Valentine's day and I was just going to send something nice. And I just sent chocolate covered strawberries, uh-huh. a small thing and said, Every every like gorgeous girl deserves like something that's Valentine's Day. So I sent that and without without like a name. Uh huh. Because um, why? Because I wanted her to figure it out. Because that's just, that's you know okay, me. Okay, okay, okay. I okay. show up. I fly in. into I know town. you ran. Why do you do that anyway? Because you like surprise, the element of surprise. Surprises okay. are fun. So like um, she got it and then she was like, "Did you did you send me something?" Then I was like, "Maybe did you smile like the card said? I hope you would." <laughs> and she was like. Yes, and then we like Facetime later that night, and uh-huh. she's like, "Man, I was trying to like, I thought my brothers was messing with me or my dad because like <laughs> they usually do that, and they were asking each other like, who <laughs> are you messing with her?'" Or and I was like, "No, it was, it was me." She's like, "Oh, like I really appreciate it." And then we talked, and then like all of a sudden, our talking like stopped. Oh, she done ghosted you. It was like it went from like every day to like nothing, and I yeah. went. Hey, like if this was not okay, like you could have let me know, but like we talked that night, like yeah. FaceTime talked, yeah, and it seemed cool. Um, and then my one friend or our one friend was like, "I told you not to overstep." I was like, "You, you just told me that wasn't that bad." And then like, so the same friend told you it wasn't that bad. Yeah, later I found out there was like a whole bunch of screenshots of like our conversations, and I was like, "Yo, that's a little not cool," but that's whatever. Um, Side note. There's always screenshots, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so since we weren't ever going to talk to each other again, I like I, I accepted that, I guess. You never talked again after that? We talked, like, once or twice. I Like, actually, I tried to talk to her. Not, like, try, try. Like, yeah. to talk like I used to, but, like... Just to catch up and the, the fact that we were, like, close, kind of, even in conversation at one point is... I don't like to lose that. Like, it was fun talking to you. Yeah. Or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, so I gave her friend the mug i said hey can you go get this to her whenever you see her she finally got it and like months later she's like she snapped me like this is my favorite mug and i'm like well that's nice but you don't even talk to me anymore but that's great oh i'm so sorry and i've probably done that too (laughs) i'm sorry to the universe no it's okay we're all confused okay it's all good that's that's a nice guy story there you go but. it is that, and that's very very sweet of you and yeah. that sucks because I don't think you're wrong if you're talking to this person every day but and it is a very like overtly romantic gesture like chocolate covered strawberries and telling someone they're gorgeous is a very clear indication I think that's great too be like yeah. hey I'm into you I, I think that's great and I personally think that that's like now that I'm grown you know like yeah. I want a guy who can talk to me with, like, I like you and I want to get to know you. Not in a creepy, overt, like, there's a fine line, right, right, of being, and this is where I think a lot of people might struggle to, like, read the signs Mm -hmm. and then to, like, figure out when to execute and then how. It's a tough thing. Yeah, no. So I bumble with such an interesting time (laughs) for me because then I had to learn, like, 
how do I introduce myself? I was like, this is how guys feel all the time. Oh, we feel like that all the time. In heterosexual I, relationships. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, whatever relationship. Kevin, Kevin probably feels that way. <laughs> I love you, Kevin. Yeah. Um, how, how do we approach the other person? Well, I think it's funny because I've gotten matches on Bumble. And I'm like, oh, cool. They're going to say something. Yeah. Never say it. 24 hours later, it's like, never mind. It's tough. I guess, guess they're not going to say anything. Because it's very like, well, it depends on like how, yeah. Bumble's a whole other, again, we should have like a Bumble, they, if they sponsor me, um, we'll have a whole series on that. Bumble sponsor. Please, hashtag Bumble. <laughs> um, but props to you. I think good for you for doing that. And honestly, I'm sure there's a lot of examples of a lot of other people feeling the same way of like, hey, I gave it a shot and I got all the signs and then like, what, what the hell happened? <laughs> And that's an indication of maturity in a lot of cases. You know what I mean? Did I get the signs, though? So, so on the opposite end, it's always like, uh... Maybe you misinterpreted signs. Maybe I misinterpreted them. Yeah. Like, did I, though? A lot of times I feel like I didn't, but it's, it's, it's a lot of... I think talking us. with somebody every day... Yeah. This is... I've had... I've been on the flip side. Yeah. There's somebody that I really, really liked. And this is somebody that I really liked that did not like me back. Mm-hmm. I argue that he did. There are layers of why he would not go for me. Mm-hmm. This was when I was like in my early twenties, mm-hmm. um, namely because like the people that connected us, it would have com- it would have made things kind of complicated. So I that's what I'm like. There's reasons why, but in terms of like we talked every freaking day. He gave me one of the most thoughtful presents of my life. And he's all under doing, doing this under the guise of like, oh, we're just really friends. Like, we're good friends. You're my buddy. You're my like, you're my sis. And I was like, you're a liar. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I have been analyzing the, you know, the flirtation the, yeah. relationship since I was four, homeboy. Like, you're not fooling me. You're not fooling anybody. You don't treat girls this way and then tell me that you're just my friend. It was the most thoughtful and funny and, like, heartwarming gift I'd ever gotten at that juncture in my life. I was like, it was my, like, 23rd birthday. We've been talking, to like, every day. And I was so heartbroken because I was like, he started... He was talking to me about other girls. See, and this is the signs that were mixed. I want to talk about other people, yeah. But he would always, like, we'd chat online every day at work, and then he would text me, too, outside of it, and, like, send me funny pictures. And I'm like, in what universe do you think that that's, like, a normal friend thing to do on top of that? And, like, it kind of climaxed with this birthday present. It was, like, a bag of my favorite. There's a very specific brand of chocolates that he gave me. Mm. And um, our inside jokes. He gave me, like, three inside joke presents. And then something that I really... He got me a DVD set of I Love Lucy, which is my favorite show. And not oh. that many people like that. know that about me. I remember he that. He chose though. all... No, that was a different... I got also I Love Lucy from my friend Joe. Oh, okay. That was different. That was collaboration. That was collab fam love. Oh, word. Right. But this was a different... It was a different set. Like, right. the people, people close to me knew that I really loved I Love Lucy. And he got me this, like... It was, like, a set. And I was just... Like, I was like madly in love. I was like, oh my god, this is the sweetest thing. And then he pulled the whole like, oh, we're just friends though. So I don't think to this day, and I've thought about this for like ten years. Okay, and we're cool now. He's he's married. It's great. But like to this day, I'm like, no, I know you liked me. Don't even. See, that, that, I, I agree. <laughs> but like, I think it's funny when people play play it off. They're like, nah, like we weren't. Anything. I'm like, bullshit. Like, but yeah, that's you such were. a good like. That's survival, though. That's like self defense. Nah, <laughs> I I own that. I'm like, you know, I like I find you attractive. I like you. Cool. If we if we end up being friends, fine. Yeah. That's, like I'm actually okay with that. Yeah, yeah. I don't like physically being put there where there's no comeback. Yeah. You know, like if I'm taking you, like we go out and hang out. 
Like that's a that that's a date. If one on one, that's a date. Yeah. Like if we end up being friends after, like it doesn't work out. But, but how do you cool. approach it? Do you say like let's hang out or like can I take you out? I would like to take you out. Okay, great. Yeah. High five. See. Oh yeah, and then when girls did say, you like, used to say that though? Were you ambiguous? I, I would I would try to be ambiguous before because it's safety. It's sa- it's it's safety, but then people start being like, "No, we're just hanging out." Like I was like, "No, I'm not gonna give you that like escape." Yeah, it's either that's maturity on both sides. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. that's that's why dating's awful. <laughs> it's it's a learning lesson and it's a maturing process. Literally going through all of that is what matures you. And I think you can either opt to be like to be real with yourself and be honest about how you feel, and then also not choose cynicism yeah and becoming bitter yeah and then becoming like a hater because i've also heard that and i've gotten to legit arguments with friends that i'm like i understand where you're coming from but ultimately you're not doing yourself a service because i've been there too i'm not coming from like judging my judges i'm saying i'm being real with my friend Mm -hmm. like i know what it's like to feel like i'm it's a victim thing like oh uh, they didn't reciprocate and like I was I was really hurt the guy right I'm talking yeah. about I was yeah. really hurt by that it sucked but also I was just like no I really like him he's a great person yeah. he didn't choose to pursue me he messed with my head a bit and my heart my feelings got hurt of course but like I still would see him around all the time and I'm like no I wish you well and then he was really happy the girl that he used to talk to me about he ended up marrying like See, that's nice, right? That's, like, it's and kind of like, I had to learn how to be happy for him. Yeah. And I moved on and I dated other people. And like, again, like you, you that's up to that person. Yeah. And I've talked to guys and I know that it's different dynamic because like to pursue, pursue and then get rejected, rejected, rejected. But it's like, also we have to, it's on nobody but us to like, that's the, that's the, those are the cards you got dealt. How are you going to deal with it? Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. Cause like, what are you going to do? Just like sulk there or you're just gonna you can sulk for a minute sulking is fine don't get me wrong like you you have your moment to like be you know in your self-pity wallow whatever that's fine you're everyone's entitled to that but at the same time does it do you good (laughs) it doesn't you sit there and you reflect like okay whatever on the next like thank you next (laughs) oh now you're gonna ariana it (laughs) i had to throw kevin in there somewhere yeah yeah yeah. but okay so what's your what's the takeaway for you i think this honestly i'm so i i just appreciate you scott i think it's good to be honest and it's a constant thing like again you're you're a different person than you were a couple years ago i still think you are a very kind and generous person i think nice has a bad rep and maybe we can re reconstitute the meaning of that so that it doesn't mean something bad but in the meantime i hope that like you know, it's again working on yourself, being comfortable with yourself. Personally, for me, being a nice girl, I, I don't ever intend to stop being a kind person, and in in my own version, a nice person. But I'm also going to be. I'm much clearer now where my boundaries are. Mm-hmm. Of like, you disrespected my time, or you that was a very effect. Like in my way, I'll figure out how to protect my energy mm-hmm. so that I'm not overextending myself. And that's why I think you get into the nice territory of, like, you're being kind in a kind of a foolish way mm. versus, like, I'm being kind because I'm a kind person. Right. Uh, I think, I think you know what the negative thing is, is uh, a view of a nice person is if you're, you can't be too much of a pushover. That's that's the thing. Pushover. Yes. That's yeah. a thing. <laughs> An hour into the conversation. <laughs> We're we finally here. We, we made we, it. We made it. Yeah. Yeah. Light bulb. Yeah. Pushover. Yes. Yeah. It has a connotation of pushover. Yeah. You don't want to be someone that 
people walk over or like think that they can get away with something. You don't want to be that person. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be. I don't know about you. I don't want to be that person. Well, no one should ever be that person. First of all, never strive to be that person. Yeah. But there are people who are okay with that. And I'm saying like, again, it, you don't have to counteract that by being a jerk. Then people like get bitter about it. And they're like, well, screw the nice guy thing. I'm being a dick. And there are people who genuinely consciously subscribe to that because they're like, there's so many, I'm sorry, but they, this is why I made this podcast. There's so many bad dating experts out there who like paint this heinous picture of like what a man should do in order to like legit play games or like put on a persona right. to win women. When like all of it, all of it, middle finger. No, no. Like I okay, yeah, I, I see that. Even for my friends, though, like they're nice people. It's just they, they're always like, you can't be too direct. I'm like, no, but that's who I am. You can also temper your directness. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't think you should ever stop being direct. Yeah. But it's also kind of like you feel it out. Yeah, you like figure out like what's a good way to be direct without being aggressive because people can interpret directness. Mm-hmm. Like for me, yeah, I'm a very I can be very direct, and it's bitten me in the butt a bit because people will be like wow she's hella like intense. confrontational yeah. and intense and i'm like yeah and then i've gotten burned because of that i literally there was a girl in in college i'm not eating but like she had an issue and she talked she had a legit reason to be mad at me mm-hmm. because i made some commentary that wasn't nice and it was it was a jerk and it was between mutual friends and it, it got back to her so i learned my lesson like <laughs> if you don't like you're stupid and that was mean it was not a nice thing to say okay but i wanted to apologize to her right. and she wouldn't talk to me and we were like in college like in an org together and she legit would run away from me and i try to like come up to me like hey blank can i, I wanted to be I, I felt really bad and it's mad uncomfortable to keep running it's like collab right like just constantly being around that person yeah and she would legit ran she ran away from me when i confronted her and i cornered her <laughs> That's the, like, it's the only thing you could do. At I that was point. like, "Hey, I really want to say I'm sorry, and like I shouldn't have said that." Right. And I was like on the verge of tears. Like, like I didn't like it was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. But she was just like she like at that moment, and this is when we're like 18, you know. And she like accepted my apology and then talked crap about me after. Like, God, <laughs> I made you so like confrontational. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you want me to do? I'm trying to say I sorry was trying to apologize and to take you. responsibility. Like, but you ran away from anyway. People can have an issue with that. That's not yeah. on me. It's I on her you. as well. Anyway, this is my opinion. But we all, we, we're all working on it. Right, right. I want people to be happy. Mm. I want people to, like, be able to feel like they can continue to be kind yeah. without being bitter on the f- end of it. Right. I like that. Yeah. We can change it to, like, the kindness. Yeah. Kind of I'm trying to, because I swear, I'm struggling with the same thing. I was like, I, when people say that I'm nice... I find myself going like, what? Yeah, it's what do you weird. mean by that? Yeah, it's, like, it's like, what? what? Am I not supposed to be? Is this weird? Yeah. Is this not okay? So you're so, and you're still functioning. Through, and like, what do you, what is your takeaway? What do you recommend to fellow nice people out there? People may be struggling with the same. Don't, I would say don't stop being kind. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, it's very easy to stay kind. Like you should treat everyone how you want to be treated. Now that's like the golden rule, right? But like, that's, that's obvious. Why would you be nasty to anyone? Um, regardless of there should be, you know, do it, do it out of your character. That's, that's who you are. If, if, if that's who you are naturally, don't fake kindness. Like people can see through that too. Amen. Yeah, yeah totally. So, um, do it. 
do it just to do it. Do it without intent. Do it unwillingly. You know, or not unwillingly. Uh, <laughs> do it uh, consciously. Unconditionally. Is that, mm. that, that the, is what I'm looking for? You know, it's just. I'd like to think my mom raised me right. So that's yeah, she did. So I still hold holding doors open for people. By the way, is like still one of the best things. It is. Until it can they, also be very thankless. Yeah. Sometimes I just do it anyway. It's like yeah, but. Yeah, I don't take offense to it. Um, I don't know. That's the, that's my only advice. Don't change who you are. Uh, keep your morals high and and um, keep fighting the good fight. Yes, I say supplement to that. Be kind to yourself. Oh, don't disclude yourself. Yeah, from that, and that will I think that, help guide. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. I want you to. Sp- I, anyone listening. Spend your time and your energy wisely and with love, but it's like not everyone's gonna at the at wherever you are in life. Not everyone's gonna deserve that at the time. It's not saying they need to deserve it for you to do it, but it's like we. I don't know. I just, personally, for me, I have to just pay attention to like my fuel level. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't put yourself on empty all the time. Yeah, where you won't be running. Yeah, exactly. Hey. Oxygen mask. Yeah. Put it on yourself. Make sure that you're good. Thank you for being such a great guest, Scott. We have way more. Again, every podcast brings up 12 more episodes. Yeah, there's so much more to so this. So much. I want to talk more about like your Bumble date thing and like all that. Oh, God. There's a whole series there. Um, but if people want to find you and follow you and get to know you better through all the all the ways, how can they find you? Oh, good luck. Um, it is at Scott Cesacina. And we will we'll type it out in oh, the description. It, yeah, they can spell that. That's that's at Scott Sassina on Instagram. My name is just Scott Sassina on Facebook um, and Twitter, which I barely use, but it's like a underscore Sassina. So, what is the A from? I was always curious. A is my first name. Scott's not your first Scott's name. Scott's not my first name. You've been lying to me this whole time. Girl, look, everyone in LA has got a stage name, all right? No. <laughs> oh, we're not going to put it on air? What is? Uh, oh, you want to know my first name? It's yeah. Anusan. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. You know what's funny? I think there there was a girl, not to name any names again, she was just like, oh, your name like is phonetically like nice. And like my last name, too. And I was like, we can't talk about my last name. She's like, why? Because like, we were just talking about like how you don't like your last name and... It just sounds weird, you know, like to get into that topic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, the many things yeah. you could talk about. But thank you so much for being a great guest and for talking about this. And I hope that this episode was helpful, um, entertaining. I was very entertained. Yeah. I learned a lot. Yeah. I'm really proud of you, Scott. I'm very I'm proud to be your friend. And I also like feel very protective. I'm like, don't don't take advantage of Scott or I will <laughs> outcut you. No. I appreciate that. But also, it's not my job. It's like, I'm the friend. I'll just, like, be there for you. <laughs> I have to stop mothering everybody. It's a problem. It's all good. You're, you're there for me and enough, you know? Like, thank you. The, the right amount. Good. But thanks for having me. It's thank, great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so if you enjoyed this episode and you think that there's somebody else who would enjoy it or benefit from it, please share. And if you enjoyed it, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. I am full of all the warm feelings when I see those five-star reviews and that it's Uh, you know, I don't know, sparking different things in your brain and heart. Um, So thank you so much to my Patreon patrons who help keep 
the microphone on. And if you'd like to support this podcast by becoming a patron of this First of All podcast, you can go to www.patreon.com slash First of All podcast. Shout out to Marvin Yue, my producer, and to Aquafina for giving us the song Yellow Ranger for the intro and outro. I'm a proud member of the Potluck Podcast Collective, and you can find that at podcastpotluck.com. Or it might be Potluck Podcast. One or the other, you can find us. Um, but that's a collective of Asian American podcasters and storytellers. You can find, first of all, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Radio Public, Spotify, and everywhere else you find podcasts. This has been a great, great episode. Oh, also, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at Minjeezy, M-I-N-J-E-E-Z-Y. And yeah, stay tuned for more episodes. We have a lot of great topics coming up. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, I've, I've put the ask out for three more yesterday. So thank you, Scott, again. Yeah, no, thanks, thanks for having me. This thanks. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And we'll talk again soon. Bye, guys.